Welcome to the Central Alabama High School Sports Show podcast brought to you by Andrew Sports Medicine, Lander Frost, Hamburger Heaven, Huffman Electric, and State Farm. Hello again, everybody. I'm your host, Snapper Lancaster, of another podcast of the Central Alabama High School Sports Show. We've got an outstanding show for you tonight. Tonight we're going to have uh, two coaches, different sports. We're going to have a, uh, a football coach. The head coach couldn't make it. His assistant's going to be here with some of their athletes. And then we've got a volleyball coach. And uh, uh, it's one, a very successful coach and their team. We look forward to talking with them because it looks like they could possibly have a playoff team this year. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the way the cities, the, the teams here in the Birmingham Jefferson County area are doing when it comes to our power rating. You know, we talk about that about football, and there's also, we've got a ranking for the girls' volleyball, but I want to share a little bit of this with you just to let you know how well the kids here in the Birmingham Jefferson County area are doing. In football, for instance, in Class 7A, Central Phoenix City is the number one ranked team in the state, but Hewitt Trustful is number two, Thompson three, Hoover five, and Mountain Brook seven. That's four teams in the top 10 from right here in the Birmingham Jefferson County area. In Class 6A, Pinson Valley is number one, uh, Clay Chalkmore four, Homewood eight, and Jackson Olin is number nine. So four teams in Class 6A. And in Class 5A, Viger's uh, number one, well, Briarwood is number three, uh, Mortimer Jordan number eight, and Ramsey number nine. And finally, in Class 3A, uh, Fultondale is in the top ten at number six, and Midfield just out of it. So that's just an idea of how well some of the football teams here in the Birmingham Jefferson County area are doing. And when, like I said, we got a volleyball coach on tonight. The volleyball rankings, number one team in the state, Class A, McGill Tulin, but number two, Mountain Brook, number four, Hoover, number seven, Spain Park, number eight, Vestavia, and number nine, Thompson. That's five teams from Birmingham Jefferson County area in the top ten in, in girls volleyball. Class six A, Spanish Ford is number one, Pelham is number three. Chelsea is number four, Helena number five, and Clay Chalkwell number 10. And in class 5A, Jasper is number one, but Ramsey, the Ramsey ladies are number two. So once again, we talk about the outstanding athletic programs here in the Birmingham Jefferson County area compared to some of the others around the state. Well, we're doing fine. Uh, thank you very much. As a matter of fact, we could easily have state champions coming out of both of those sports. So like I said, we've got an outstanding show tonight. Two great coaches with some outstanding athletes. We look forward to talking with them in a little bit. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. The community features a world-class resort and spa. The amazing Robert Trent Jones Trail Golf Course. Miles of historic trails. And the whole family loves the pool at Ross Park. Now, are we going to have to watch your vacation slides all night? This was supposed to be a party. Well, this isn't my vacation. I live here. Ooh. Take your taste to a different place. It's the taste of hamburger heaven. A taste of heaven is always best. Now you know. That you're blessed. Give you a taste of a whole new spin. Bring your friends and come on in. Take your taste to a different place. It's the taste of hamburger heaven. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch. Now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet turkey and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including deli shaved bristro and sub sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, 
over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons, we have spine surgeons, we have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. sitting here with him we're talking about we're going to be talking volleyball we've done a lot of football so far this fall but let me tell you those girls are active too and uh, coach Perry Robinson the Pelham Panthers coach good to see you and uh, your team doing very well but for people that might be seeing you for the first time tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up being the volleyball coach there at Pelham well this is my seventh year at Pelham uh, came to Pelham from a high school ranks in Texas and before that, I coached in college for 10 years at the Division II level. So I was at uh, two different Division II colleges, and one kind of in this area, Montevallo. I was there for four years. And then uh, my family moved to Texas and just kind of moved over to the high school and have enjoyed it a lot. Well, going into this season, I know you've been very successful. Going into this season, this, this year, as a matter of fact, your team this week ranked number three in the state. And uh, that's a pretty lofty ranking. I don't, I don't know what you expected, but talk a little bit about what you expected from this uh, year's group going into this season. Well, this group comes off a pretty successful year, as we talked about last time we were here. And uh, to be ranked in the top 10 is a good thing. We enjoy that. We, uh, we kind of look at it, we acknowledge it. We don't, uh, we don't dwell too much on it, but uh, we've had a chance to play a lot of the top uh, ranked teams in 6A, and we've, we've done okay, as that shows. And, just hoping we can keep working at that same level. Well, now, uh, when it comes to, to the volleyball, and I guess it's almost like the other sports, you being the head coach, you're the one that's responsible for the schedule, right? Yes, Correct. sir. And I know you have to play the teams within your region mm -hmm. and uh, classification, but also you play outside of it. Now, that, that's where we want to get to the meat of this um, point that we're going to make here, is you schedule the teams. When you do, do you have a particular uh, scheme that you're looking for? In other words, do you want to uh, uh, schedule teams you feel like you can beat? You want to schedule teams that's going to test you? And you want to uh, schedule teams that if you don't beat them, your team's not where it ought to be. So talk about those aspects and how you go about filling that schedule, especially outside of your uh, classification. Well, I do want to say one thing about our area, though, because in volleyball, there are areas. In our area, if you notice, there's three of the four of us that are in the top ten. So we've, we've, that has made it an extremely uh, challenging season. But outside of that, we, uh, we pick our tournaments for, uh, to hopefully get some good teams, uh, preferably the higher level 6A teams, because that's kind of what we're playing. But we, we always get, you know, we're in Birmingham, we get the 7As all the time. We come across them in tournaments, and, some, and we have a couple we play home and away every year. So um, we are looking for teams to challenge us, and if we take a loss, that's okay, as long as we're learning and getting better. That's kind of what we're looking for. Well, now, and this is a, another thing that I don't really not understand that much about the volleyball situation, but um, when, when you um, travel, 
Do you try to, are you fortunate enough to schedule most of the teams close or do you every once in a while pick a team where you've got to travel a little piece just for the experience for the girls? Uh, we've got, a, like we've had some, we always go up north once a year and we typically go to Montgomery for a tournament and we're going back to uh, Montgomery for a tri-match next week. That's the one we've done, this is maybe our third or fourth year and it's, it's us and a highly ranked 7A team and a highly ranked 3A team. Um, so we go down there because we know in that one night, uh, and it's, an, it's a week before area, and all three coaches understand that coming in and playing at a high, high level helps all three teams out. Um, so that's something we do, and it's, it's a little unique to go down to Montgomery in the middle of the week, but it's something we feel is, is worthwhile, and we don't do a whole lot of that, so we uh -huh. kind of save it to the end of the season. Well, I know um, the one thing that I don't know that much about volleyball from this standpoint, but it's almost like you have a, a, an offensive philosophy and a defensive philosophy. In other words, your team plays offense and defense, mm -hmm. just it's in a different setting. And so from that standpoint, this team, is your team seem to be um, better at scoring or when they have to make the big plays on uh, the defensive end, uh, do they play that side of the volleyball? Our goal is kind of to be balanced in both. We've, <clears throat> excuse me, in the last couple of years, we've worked really hard on the offense. When I first got to Pelham, we did a lot of things defensively, a lot of things in, vo in volleyball, that's serve and serve, receive. We spent a lot of time working in those areas of the game and that, that transitions into the offense. But the last two or three years, we've really put a lot of emphasis on improving our attackers, um, what they're doing, whether they get the set they like or the set they don't like and still being smart and able to score points. When, uh, of course, um, in, in volleyball, as in, in, in uh, any other sport, uh, how good you are may depend on whether you have that uh, uh, ability and, uh, uh, for lack of a better word to use, um, or play well enough to play at the next level. Now, uh, through the years, volleyball has, as far as playing in college, has become a very important thing for mm -hmm. the girls as too. Talk about that, uh, the evolution of, of volleyball and how it is worked its way into a major sport for the young ladies. Well, it's, it's gotten at the, at the next level, it's on TV a lot, which helps us, because we, we discuss matches that are on TV. I've even asked them to watch a few matches to specifically see certain things. Um, so that gives them a little idea. And they have some friends that are play with them last year that are in the junior college ranks and playing around the state and doing fairly well. Um, we've got another young lady who's played at a, four -year, a smaller four-year college and finishing that up. So they get to see them, talk to them, understand what that level's like, and it gives them something to kind of shoot for if that's what they want to do. Well, now I know, uh, how many years did, did you say you've been there? This is my seventh seven? fall, yes, sir. And uh, uh, how has the participation for your ladies' sport, uh, in, has it increased? You had more girls coming out to try to, to qualify to play on the team? Yeah, we've, uh, when I first got there, we were 6A when there was no 7A, so we had, we had three teams, and we went to 6A out of 7A, and we've only had two until this year, and we had enough come out that we made a freshman team for the first time in four years. Wow. So we, we knew it was gonna happen. We weren't sure if it was gonna be this year or next year, but we had enough and we uh, got them a schedule kind of late, and we know looking down in our system that we're gonna have enough to keep having that freshman team, and that's big for the program to get another level out there competing and playing and kind of getting better and working towards getting up to the varsity level sometime in their high school. Well, I was gonna say that's a compliment to your program to have the, that number of girls come out where you can come up with that freshman team. So it hadn't always been that way, has it? Well, like I said, we lost a few, we lost it for a while, and it was just a, the reclassification, and we went, you know, we changed from a county to a city system. So there's been a lot of, a lot of things going on in that. But we're excited that we were able to get that freshman group together this year. Well, I see that your uh, your team's record 24 and four. So uh, you haven't had many uh, uh, peaks and valleys. It seems like they're playing at an outstanding level uh, so far all season long. So I guess. In, in volleyball, is it like any other sport? And I'll let you allude on this as we uh, end the interview. Uh, is a philosophy for you and, and your girls, you want them to peak the closer you get to playoff time. Yes. But the thing about it, when they've only lost four, it sounds like they've been playing at a very high level all season long. Yeah, we played at a nice level all season long, but there's some things we get out of matches and we want to come back and work on. 
so yeah, we do want to peak at that end of the season, so we're ready to go as the playoffs come around. But yeah, we've, we've been a nice level, but even with that record, we've, we've found lots to work on and keep getting better at. Well, I tell you what, Coach, the one thing about it, it looks like that you've got to feel positive the closer you get to the playoffs with this team that it might do some serious damage in it, right? Well, yes, we're hoping we can keep playing at this level, yes, Well, sir. I tell you what, congratulations on the outstanding year you've had thus far, and may the best be yet to come. We hope it is. Well, thank you so much. And we're gonna take a quick break. We come back, three young ladies, very instrumental in the outstanding season that Pelham has had thus far. We'll be right back. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castvshow321 at gmail.com. The community features a world-class resort and spa, the amazing Robert Trent Jones Trail Golf Course, miles of historic trails, and the whole family loves the pool at Ross Park. Now, are we gonna have to watch your vacation slides all night? This was supposed to be a party. Well, this isn't my vacation. I live here. Ooh. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky! Bundle home and auto and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdot in Trustville today. And folks, welcome back. As you can see, I got three outstanding young ladies here that happen to be doggone good athletes as well. As a matter of fact, they're team ranked number three in the state, and we're gonna be visiting with Josie Hester, and Josie a senior, Libro, and Libero, whichever way you wanna say it. I know it's a defensive specialist, right? Mm -hmm. That shows you I've been checking out some of this uh, uh, volleyball. I, I didn't realize that for a long time, but y'all, the outstanding defenders were called that. Georgia Seneca, a senior, and you're a sitter. And I know what you do. You try to set up somebody that's going to smack it pretty good, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, and Sarah Guthrie, a senior, and you're an outside hitter. Yes, sir. Now, as an outside hitter, 
this may seem like a dumb question, but if you don't know the answer to it, it's not dumb. Is that an offensive? That's an offensive position almost, isn't it? Yes, sir. Because that's where the action is at the net. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, how many people have, have you hit? I think I can tell the kind of athlete you are. You may enjoy that position. Have you ever conked a few people in the head with that ball? Yes, sir. A, I've done it about four times this year. Really? That's almost, I don't want this to come out the wrong way. That's almost a high, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I mean you just happen to have them, they in the wrong place at the right time, right? All right, girls, so now listen. Going into this season, and uh, we'll start with you, Josie. Um, I know y'all had a pretty good team last year. Going into this year, what were your personal goals, not only for yourself, but for your teammates this year? Um, I just wanted to stay consistent and with the new players coming up, build them up and help them become better players. You know what, I think I look at this uh, information sheet, all you girls are seniors, so. I know what that means in most sports that, that, that the coaches depend on y'all uh, for leadership. And also that uh, sometimes, you know, there's no saying, don't take this personal girls, that you ladies can be sort of, you know, hard to get along with sometimes. Now, having said that, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's a time and place for all of it. But having said that, uh, George, I want you to expand on team chemistry what it's like on your team because let me tell you what, and I know you girls know this, the more you like one another or work together well, the better you can be not only as an individual, but as a team. Because if there's not good chemistry, oh, we can go south quick, right? Mm -hmm. So, Georgia, with that in mind, tell me about what it's like to be on your team. Well, I think we have very good chemistry and we all get along really well. And we know when to be silly and have fun, but we also know when to be serious and work hard. So. Well, I guess, you know, uh, I, I equate a sport like yours as a sort of football because it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's one that the girls want to be the, the best thing to be in it because, hey, there's no, uh, no better thing than being number one in your sport, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, Sarah, as you are finishing out your uh, uh, senior season, what were your goals not only for yourself but for your teammates? Um, I think for myself, I just wanted to like keep getting better and get more consistent. And then for our team, we just have that good chemistry that we had last year and hopefully make it back to where we did last year. Well, uh, the one thing that I've always wondered, uh, y'all, what you girls do, the same things guys do. You don't uh, qualify in the classroom. You don't make it to the volleyball court because you got to have those good grades. So I know you work hard in the classroom. You work hard on the volleyball court. Now that's given. Now what I want to know, and we'll start with you, uh, Sarah, is what do you do to unwind or really relax to get away from the pressure of the coach and the teachers in the class? My stress reliever is volleyball, so. Really? Yes, sir. Your focus is it, and during the season, there ain't nothing else. Mm -mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Just don't let it overtake you, mm -hmm. and I don't think you will. But that, that's terrific. I mean, uh, uh, I ask the guys this all the time, and they'll come up with some pretty cool answers, and then they'll come up with some dumb ones, but it's a way to, to take the pressure off and lighten up a little bit. Now, Georgia, what do you do? Um, I like to hang out with my family and friends and play with my dogs. Yeah, play with your dogs. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. okay. And uh, Sister Sarah, how about you? Um, I like to go hiking with my dog. And oh, really? I also like to go and um, play sand volleyball. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that looks like fun. I'd call it, it's almost like what, beach volleyball? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, girls, um, now I know about guys, I don't ask this question to girls much, but it, it could apply to y'all. Uh, athletes, which I consider each one of y'all as an athlete, uh, have superstitions. And some of them can be corny, some of them can be realistic, and some of them can just be downright weird. But whatever they are, they're all okay because they belong to you. Now, with that thought in mind, tell me what kind of superstition you might have, and we'll talk with uh, Josie first about it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, I don't even know. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't like put your stockings on one and <laughs> one leg before the other, or this, so you gotta do something, talk to somebody the right way, or pray, or what. You don't do anything out of the ordinary. Um. Uh, well, um, before I get on the court, I always have to go around in a circle, to in a certain order, and give everybody high fives. It's okay. Just, I, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a good positive way to start out, and mm -hmm. it be going around in circles instead of high-fiving, hitting them or something, you know, that, you know, that wouldn't work, would it? Okay, Georgia, how about you? Um, I like to pray before each game, and then I always okay. have to do the same stretches and set against the wall at least like 500 times to warm really? my hands up. Wow. You're busy before you even get started, right? <laughs> yes, okay. Sir. How about you, Sarah? Um, I always wear my hair the same, never change it. Do the same thing all Every the time. time. Every time, but there ain't nothing wrong there. Now, girls, we all have hobbies, and there's a difference between hobbies and, and, and what we were talking about just a moment ago. It's something you might do, and in this case, I'd be curious what you girls might do for a hobby, because we've all had them at one time or another. Sarah, what do you have a certain hobby? Then I then there's one. If one of y'all don't say this, I'm gonna be shocked. Okay? Oh, but no, I, I wanna know what your hobbies are. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix? Yes, sir. Okay, but there's nothing wrong with that. And um, as long as they're rated G, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course, definitely. Georgia, how about you? Well, I like to watch movies. You do? And Okay. That's about it. You don't have much time but to watch <laughs> a few movies, okay? Uh, and uh, how about you, Josie? I can never sit still for that long, so I like to stay outside. And, really? Yeah. yeah go not, hiking. Go canoeing. You're an outside girl, the lake. right? Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? Now, here's why I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> Hello. Here's why I'm going to ask you this question. I thought, surely, one of you girls would say, oh, I love to go shopping. I no. knew you were going to say that. Really? Yes. You, you almost said it. But I guarantee well, you. I don't really like shopping. Uh, I Sarah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's out. You ain't got time to shop. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're ready to smash another one, right? All right, listen, girls. Uh, first of all, you've had a great season thus far. No peaks and valleys much. You've been up, up top. That's good. But secondly, I hope you continue that. There's a good chance you girls can do well in the playoffs. I want you to do better than well, win it all. That's what the goal is, right? Yes, but the last question we got is as we uh, conclude this interview, and we'll start with you, Sarah. To this point in your life, who's been the most inspirational person or persons? Probably my family. They're always encouraging me and like pushing me to do my best. Well, I tell you what, I wouldn't push you either for fear I'd get that smash right in the nose because I know you're good at that. That's that's okay. That's good. Georgia, how about you? I would say my family too because they all work really hard and they're all really encouraging and we're all really close. So. Well, good for you. Okay. And Josie? I would say my family but more my friends because I hang out with them more than my family. Well, you know what? Uh, being a teenage lady, I imagine a lot of y'all do that, and that's okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Girls, it's been a treat to meet you. I know you're successful on this team, but the most successful you can be is when you win that state championship. Good luck to all of you, okay? Thank you. And folks, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, different sport, more athletes. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. Next time you need electrical work, whether it be commercial or residential, you need to call Huffman Electrical Contractors, a company that's been in business for over 35 years. They've served clients not only locally in the Birmingham area and all over the state, but have clients outside the state of Alabama as well. 
whether it's a new building or remodeling an older building or home, they can handle the job for you. Once again, that's Huffman Electrical Contractors. The number to call is 205-661-5005. That's 205-661-5005, where at Huffman Electrical Contractors, a satisfied customer is always their number one objective. Folks, welcome back. As you can tell, I'm uh, sitting with another guest, and he's assistant coach at the Bessemer Academy. We're talking about uh, Jonathan uh, Chris. And uh, uh, coach, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the interview, uh, your background, and what's led you to be on the staff there at Bessemer Academy. Uh, yes, sir. Um, this is my sixth season at Bessemer Academy. And uh, I was originally at Kingwood for two years, okay. and I had the privilege of getting to know Coach Wright and was uh, very fortunate uh, to get hired on over there. And um, before that, I also went to a small private school uh, in Harpersville, Coos Valley Academy. Uh, played multiple sports there and uh, graduated and had the privilege of um, playing uh, college football in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. At Concordia, Chicago. Um, it's a school about the size of Birmingham Southern. Right. And uh, once I was done there, I moved home and wanted to get into the coaching profession, uh, mostly uh, to be involved with kids and building those relationships, getting to know them on a, not just an athletic level, but in the classroom. I'm a full-time teacher as well. Right. So seeing them grow as a, as a student academically and as an athlete athletically is, is just a great privilege every day. Well, now if I'm not mistaken, Jonathan, and you correct me on any of this if I am, uh, first of all, Coach Wright has been there. This is eleventh season. Twelfth. Twelfth season. Yes, okay. sir. So he's had uh, he's had at least uh, I think he's only had one season when they didn't have uh, double digit wins. Yes, sir. won three championships. Yes. And so uh, I think that he took over for Mark Freeman, I believe. He did. When um, Coach Freeman went south and worked his way back this way. So the the reason I want to give that background is Bessemer Academy has been successful in their football program for many years. And going into this year, and, and I'll let you uh, play the, the head coach's role here. Tell me a little bit about the, the three phases of, of your team, defense, offense, and specialty teams. Okay, um, I'd be happy to. Uh, first of all, this year, we were relatively young on offense. Um, and uh, of course, with having nine defense defensive players returning to us this year. The defense was ahead of the offense coming right. out of the gate, which is pretty standard. Um, and the offense is slowly starting to catch up to us. Uh, we've got a lot of really good players on both sides of the ball. And we also have a, a really, we're gifted with a really good kicker as well. Um, he's very efficient. And, um, you know, since I've been there, as you just stated, we, we've been successful every year. And it, it's part of the culture that Coach Freeman created and that Coach Wright has taken mm -hmm. over and put his stamp on it. And uh, it's been just a privilege every day to be part of that. And also as a mentor to me and get to learn from him. When so. I, I was looking down and the reason I wanted to is I had something I wanted to say about it and wanted to make sure that I had my information correct. You're the defensive coordinator. Yes, sir. And, and uh, you talked about the defense being a little bit ahead of the offense. And, and that's a compliment to you. Um, what's the old saying? If another team don't score on you, you got a pretty good chance to win a ball game. That's right. So that's how important defense is. And right. of course, uh, uh, you got to score points. I, I understand that to win ball games. But if that defense can keep a team scoreless or hold the, the score close, you got a pretty good chance of winning. Oh right? yeah. And I also um, uh, see where you coach linebackers. So. Um, yeah, you're pretty much in, instilled on that defensive side of the football. Uh, when um, you talk about uh, your team, do you uh, have certain schemes that and are, are certain ways you want your players to play certain positions? Or are you one of these coaches, instead of a change in a player, if it's an advantage to you, you're going to work to their strength if it makes them a better football player for the team? How do you handle that situation? Well, um, first of all, when I came to Bessemer, um, I was predominantly an even front guy, four-man front guy, and Coach Wright took on the defense from his dad, which was an odd front, an old 5-2 that we've developed into a 3-4 scheme. 
Um, and pretty much our philosophy is if we're not good in our base defense, then we're not going to have a very good season, which is basically a read defense. Reading, re reading and reacting to the offense and um, putting players, as you stated, in the best situation possible to be successful. Taking their skill set and we can find with that skill set something they can add to the table um, as far as from our defensive scheme. So um, every week uh, we, we have a scouting report for every team, but we don't change what we do. Um, we're efficient in who we are, and um, we, we prepare to better ourselves uh, every week. And, of course, we worry about our opponent. Right. But we look at us first and then look at them second. When you knew for a second, uh, we talk about your smaller school. Yeah. When it comes to scheduling and travel, <laughs> what kind of challenge is that for y'all? I mean, I know you want to, every once in a while, you want to play a challenging team or whatever, but um, you've got to fill out a schedule. Right. And uh, are, are you, and, and uh, I don't know how much a, a coach would talk to the assistants about it, y'all uh, try to figure out where you want to talk, uh, play somebody that's uh, maybe better than we are in order for us to really improve. We've got to play well against this team. You want to play teams you feel pretty even with. We ought to be able, if we play the way we're capable, we ought to beat this team. Right. And every once in a while, you don't mind slipping one in there that if they beat us, we're not where we ought to be. Right. When it comes to that, how do, how do you and, and, and the head coach uh, and his staff look at scheduling? Is it strictly on the head coach, or will he uh, ask you guys for your input? It's just a curiosity question. Um, well, we have our region set, and then outside of that, we pick non-region opponents. Yeah, yeah, flexibility um, there. And this year, I think after this week, we go to Auburn to play Lee Scott Academy. I think we will have racked up round trip probably 4,000 miles with as much travel as we've wow. had already. We've been to Atmore, Alabama. We've been to Monroeville. We've been to um, Phoenix City. And we have the privilege of going to Auburn again this week. So as far as travel goes for us, there's a lot of there's a lot of late nights and also the, the, the challenge of putting teenagers on a bus for two and a half, three hours, getting them there, getting them refocused for us to focus in on what we're there to do. Well, I, I know you guys are playing well right now, and, I, and I'll talk about you and your position and not the whole team. And from your standpoint, as the season goes on, uh, do, you, do you hope your players, you want to play as well as you possibly can, but yet I, it's the goal for you as an assistant coach is for that defense to peak the closer you get to playoffs. Uh, yes, sir. Um, we've, we've dropped a couple close ones early this year. But as I've told the guys, you know, it's not about where we are now. It's about where we finish. Right. And every week, uh, not just the defense, but the offense too, every week we, we have improved. I look back to the week before, and I, and I think to myself, the, t the team looks different. And then I look back a month before that, and they look a lot different and we are just getting better every week the guys and the, the main thing is is the culture of Bessemer Academy we have a lot of different backgrounds it's a huge melting pot a lot of different personalities and the guys have really bought into where they really care about each other and um, they've started to come together and every week we just improve and it's just been a privilege to to watch it um, as well, much as be a part of it. And that's what it's all about, like you say, you being the best you can be once you get to the playoffs. Right. Well, Coach, awfully good to spend a few minutes with you. It sounds like the team, uh, you may not have the wins that you've had in the past, but now they're coming, and they're coming at the right time. And I think that's uh, y'all's hope is that that peaks come playoff time, and then whatever's meant to be is meant to be, right? Right. Yes, sir. Well, good to talk to you, and good luck the rest of the All way. Right. Thank okay? you, Snapper. Appreciate it. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, two young players have been very instrumental in the success they've had thus far this season. We'll be right back. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients 
trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's going to keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents, have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch, now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet, turkey, and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including deli shaved bristro and sub sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. Okay, folks, welcome back. As you can tell, I've got two outstanding young athletes sitting here beside me. Happened to be um, twin brothers playing for um, Bessemer Academy, Tristan King, um, and I guess seniors. Yes, sir. Okay, and uh, you are a safety yes, sir. and the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to ask you a question and pretend assistant coach is not here, okay? Uh, how do you like playing backup quarterback? Well, I mean, I'm going to step in whenever I can for the team. But you know, but you enjoy safety as I, well. I love playing safety. You like Not hitting people? Um, I like picking the balls off. Well, hey, that's good. Yeah, I don't blame you. And then Tavish, his brother, your position is a wide receiver. Yes, sir. All right, guys, going into this season, uh -huh. y'all have been noted for having outstanding teams there, and y'all played on some of them. Tristan, uh, what were your personal goals for yourself as well as the team this year? Well, this year, for personal goals, I wanted to just be the best safety I could for the team, be the best uh, person that can stay back there and cover, no, no wide receivers get past me. And uh, team goals was to just have good chemistry this year, work together as a defense, and uh, get back to state championship. And uh, you know what, uh, Tavis, he just mentioned something I'm going to let you uh, expand on a little bit. Team chemistry, that's a very important thing, no matter what sport you play in. Uh, because the better you like one another, the better you not only can be as an individual, but as a team. So talk about that aspect of it. Do you and your teammates get along well, the chemistry really good, because that's how you maximize being the best you can be. Yeah, when I first came in here, when my, in the beginning of my 10th year, when I, when I started my 10th grade year, a lot of new kids came in, and so I've been around some of the same guys for the past couple of seasons, and we've kind of kind of made a goal for ourselves to always be a leader in our, in our group and always be a role model to the younger kids and teaching them. And it's kind of helped us all come close-knit together as a squad. Yeah, and you know, and, and uh, we'll, we'll expand on that uh, statement you made just a moment ago, talking about young kids. And I've talked with other athletes from everything from 6A to the private schools like y'all, 7A. Uh, when young kids come up to you, and, and I know they do after ball games and want to uh, high-five you or, or, you know, uh, act exciting because they've seen you play, why, what would you tell one of those kids that might lead them why you play football and what it could do for them? What would you tell them? 
It's good to be around a team. You know, you kind of keep yourself in check and keep your other friends in check as well. Make sure they're doing good all around. And it, it's a close, it's like a brotherhood. It really, when it says it's a brotherhood, it's, it really is. And what would you say, Tristan? I'd tell them that, I mean, hard work is going to get you what you want. You know, you can't just sit around and uh, expect the results to happen. You got to, it's like our coach always tells us that we win ball games when the stadium lights aren't on. Right, yeah, well, it's what you do off the field that helps determine what you can do on the field. You're right about that. When a Tristan, one thing I always like to ask athletes is, I know two things about you before you even get here. One is you're pretty good with the books, because if you don't qualify in the classroom, you can't go to the football field. And secondly, you practice hard, you play hard. So that takes up a lot of energy and a lot of time. So I don't leave a whole lot of time for you guys, especially in season. So what I want to know is when you do have a little bit of time, we'll start with you, Tabish, uh, what do you do to sort of totally relax and get away from the pressure of the books and the pressure of the football field? Well, usually in the beginning of semesters, I, uh, I kind of go really deep, in, like go hard in the grades and make sure they get up really high. And then near the, when it starts winding down, I usually take a break and kind of lay back a little bit. Um, weekends, I try and relax as much as possible and get myself organized. Keeping yourself organized keeps me calm and just go out and have fun with friends and family. Yeah, how about you, Tristan? Well, for me, relaxing is just, I guess, understanding, like, I guess for school, like, I, if I understand what I'm doing in school, then I'm relaxed. So as long as I keep up on my studies and everything, I'm relaxed. I don't, I don't really have much free time to do anything, really. So. Yeah. Well, what do you guys do and? Uh, you know, another thing about athletes I enjoy talking to them about is superstition. Guy, athletes, I don't know what it is about us. And I, 50 years ago, I was an athlete, guys. And uh, we all have different superstitions for different reasons. So with that thought in mind, Tavish, do you have anything you're superstitious about? Or? Um, I usually try and wear the same stuff, all the same kind of materials, all the clothing materials I usually wear, with the same stuff. Um, at the pregame meal or whatnot, our team likes to get a, get a, one of our friends' cups and put a bunch of pepper in it every game, and it, we've won every game since we've done it. Yeah, sound like you're rowdy a little bunch. <laughs> How about you, Tristan? I guess kind of like Tavish, like I like to wear certain certain clothes for the game. I guess kind of morning routine. Uh, it, I don't really have much superstition. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You sort of even keel then. Yeah. All right, now guys, I know you're. Um, both of your seniors, correct? And I don't know, you're gonna to try to play ball to the next level, do you know yet? Or do you know where you're going to school? Uh, I guess out of high school, I'm gonna go on a two-year mission for my church. Okay. And I don't really plan on playing college ball, but I plan on going to UAB. Okay, and how about you? Same thing as the two-year mission trip, and then hopefully I wanna to go to South Alabama. Oh, okay. Now, um, uh, once you get that, down the road, uh, have you thought about what you might like to do for an occupation and, and playing ball? Have you ever thought about it? And we'll start with you, Tavish, being a coach or something down the road. I probably don't plan on being a coach. I usually want to probably go into the medical field. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, be a doctor, physician? Uh, anesthesiologist. Oh, okay. Okay, nothing wrong with that. How about you, Tristan? Uh, again, like Tavish, like, I don't plan on being a, a coach down the future, but I do plan also like either wanting to be an entrepreneur or also in the medical field as a surgeon. Okay, now when you guys um, uh, look at that schedule as the season starts and uh, you look at it, who is the team, and, and we'll start with you, Tristan, who do you, you look forward to competing against or playing? Uh, I'd have to say T.A., just because they're our biggest rival, and I love putting up a good game with them. Oh, okay, now that's uh, the rivalry seems to bring out the best and sometimes the worst in us, doesn't it? Okay, how about you, uh, Tavis? Um, I like I like playing against Monroe just because we've always we've seen him in the state championship the past past consecutive years, and you know, growing up and getting ready to when I when I started playing or started on the the field, it's kind of fun being a part of that rivalry. And, Okay. Yeah, and and they are what we'd call a formidable foe. They're they're pretty good team too, right? Well, guys, as as we conclude this uh, interview, I like to ask this question to to young athletes all the time, and and we'll start with you, Tristan. To this point in your young life, who's been the most inspirational person or persons? Uh, probably my dad. The the way he talks, uh, he talks to us after games and stuff. Gives us pointers throughout the week. He watches film with me, and I just enjoy his his criticism and his, his support. 
Well, it sounds like what he, he tries to do, and I think most parents would be this way. Uh, instead of, you talk about the criticism, but it's what he's aiming at is good advice that'll help you better mm -hmm. for the next game. Yes, and I understand that. Tavish, how about you? Um, I would say my dad as well. He used to he used to be a receiver in high school. He played a little bit, and he always gave me pointers and lessons. He always watches the game and helps us out. Another inspiration is probably the teammates who've who've moved schools here and like look for to be a part of a, a better team or a better brotherhood. You know, you always want them to feel the best and be a part of something great. So you work hard for that. Well, I tell you what, guys, you've had a good season thus far. And I think the thing that uh, it should sound the best for you is it sounds like you guys, you've lost a game or two, maybe you feel like you could have won, but now you're on that right track to finish strong. And, and every coach will tell you that they want their teams to peak toward the end of the season because you want to be playing your best ball then. So I, I know y'all are good enough to win a championship. And so I think that means you're good enough maybe to go out here and upset somebody that thinks they're a whole lot better. So I wish you all the luck in the world because uh, y'all are used to winning championships down there. And sometimes that can be very positive because it almost gives you a leg up. You, you, you like the feeling of being champions, but you have to pay the price to be that. And I know y'all realize that. So I want to wish you good luck. And the, the best thing, I hope one, one day, a few weeks from now, you end up in that championship game, okay? But more than that, I know you're seniors off to school and whatever uh, lies ahead for you, all the best of luck in the world, okay? Thank you, Snapper. And folks, we've had an outstanding Eve and outstanding coaches, outstanding athletes. We'll do it again next week. To then, you know what the Snapper always says, Bye. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castvshow321 at gmail.com. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries, uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, postoperative decisions, preoperative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents, have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury.